And there came a day, a day unlike... Wait, no, that's been done. Hmm. Who knows what evil lurks and... No, that is that other thing. What has yellow skin and rights? Ah, forget it. You're listening to Panelology. Excelsi, oh, damn it. Episode 56 of Panelology. I'm Alex. I'm Jenna. And I am Brian. Hey, guys. Hey, Alex. Howdy. (laughs) (laughs) Hi. Hello. (laughs) Salutations. (laughs) Greetings. (laughs) Here you go. Okay. I got, I got, I just just had the two. Sorry. Jen's out. (laughs) Dr. Scott. Um... The intro plays. <laughs> wow. That uh, good. I mean, it's a lot of dead air for a cold open. <laughs> We're tired. Canada. Wait, I'm tired. Yeah, you walked to 5K this morning. <laughs> hey, uh-huh. after spraining to. your ankle, <laughs> that's impressive. Way to call her out there, Alex. God. I wasn't being a dick about it. It's more than I did. Got up and I read comics. I was just going to say, way to, way to go in that 5K this morning, Jen. Thank you. You're welcome. Thank you very much. I did feel like a little bit of a loser when little kids were passing me. <laughs> I was like, oh yeah, you're so youthful. Fuck off. Their dogs didn't try to kill them a month ago. That's, that's all I'm that's saying. Fair. That's fair. There were these like little teenagers though, that were using me as like a, a point to know when they needed to run. Because when I would pass them, they'd be like, oh, I got to run now. <laughs> I was That's like, good. fuck off. You How did you get $25 to run this? Or 35 to run this thing. And you're being an asshole you to are, me. You are the guidepost. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Uh, everyone have a better week this week? Uh, yeah, I had a pretty good week. Sure. Good. Yeah. Cool. Indeed. Good comic week. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. it was. Yeah. I liked it. Sure. I like yeah. every comic we do. Yeah, I was about to say, is there really yeah. that no, much there, of a distinction? There are, some, there are some that are like, eh, well. Hmm. I have to make it through these books. But this was one of those weeks where I was very excited. I was Wednesday. too. There's a lot of things I was looking forward yeah. to, and uh, not many of them, I would say, disappointed. So, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Well, let's just dive right in then, as clearly there is nothing interesting for our cold open to discuss this week. <laughs> um, Secret Warriors, number one. Secret Warriors. All right, um, I was really happy. I'm not a I'm not a big Inhumans fan on the whole. You don't say. No, but I gotta say, like I I really I really liked this book. Um, I like the dynamic of the characters in it. I think it got especially for being a number one mm-hmm. and kind of putting a team together. Um, it, it didn't have a lot of setup feel and dead space to it. It 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 yep. moved pretty yeah. quick and. Put people in their relationships kind of to each other really quick. I, I'm very good. Yeah. yeah. This I, is a, I, sorry, go ahead. I was going to say, I think it's very much a uh, testament to who we know as the writer for this book. Because <laughs> he seems to do that with most of the things he does. Say his name. Matthew Yep. 
Well, we made that very, creepy. Very good. Um, <laughs> yeah, I think part of the reason that I like this so much, as far as an Inhumans book goes, is that it's people who I associate, I typically associate them with other teams. I don't typically associate them with just strictly Inhumans. Yeah. Or even who I don't associate with a team. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Like Moon Girl. Or even, like, Miss Marvel's on the champions, but I don't associate her. Like, she has a context of her own as a standalone right, character. Right, right. Yeah, fair enough. And they all are. These are all yeah. people who are just their own. Yeah. I mean, the most traditional and human's connection you get is the character who they go in to bust out. Yeah. Which, I mean, is that yeah. spoilers? I don't think so. He's been um, announced as part of the Karnak. It's Karnak. Yeah. <laughs> Who may actually be my favorite what? thing about this book. I didn't know that was Karnak. <laughs> I'm just I'm just kidding. I'm so glad. <laughs> I'm also drinking after a 5K. Um, <laughs> I hear that's not as smart. One hand is protein milk. <laughs> one hand is alcohol. Yeah. They don't mix very well. No. Uh, it's kind of gross. But also, I'm so hungry. <laughs> <laughs> So I your... am hashtag pathetic. <laughs> I appreciate the vocal fry you threw in there. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I've had enough of it this week, so I just can't get out of it. Yeah. You just said, we're going to get to it early. It had my quote of the week in it. Wow. And oh I, I, my I specifically, God. specifically on one from this since it is a new number, a number one. This is I not. I try to look. This I'm is trying to find something in these. Not things. where I would have guessed your quote I, from. I know. No. Fair enough. Yeah. But they're, they're all on the. Uh, the shield helicarrier and Sharon Carter is there. <laughs> Sharon's talking to him. And she goes, but Nick Fury once confided to me his golden rule. And like everyone in the room <laughs> goes, ignoring coincidences gets you killed. Oh, fuck all of you. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Uh, <clears throat> sorry. My throat's fun today. I sneezed really hard this morning. Oh, no. While in the shower, so it was that humid, humid shower air. Hooray bodily functions. <laughs> and now my throat's sore. That is the worst. So I will cough. I am sorry. Yeah. It's bad when a sneeze betrays you. Like, I love sneezing. Oh. <laughs> no, I, I love sneezing. It, it is like little mini orgasms that oh, I can my. have in front of people. It's oh, fine. Oh, see, um, this your, is sneeze, not... your sneezes are very different than mine. Yeah. I'm actually oh. at the point in the calendar <laughs> where... Sorry for you. Anytime I sneeze... <laughs> Me too now. <laughs> because it's allergies, it is punctuated by... God damn it. <laughs> like, sneezes anger me at this point. If I were a Hulk... During allergy season, I would just get bigger and greener and bigger and greener every time I sneezed. And then sneeze in yourself because of green. Yeah. Um, yeah. No, that's unfortunate. I'm sorry. Yeah. Um, but yes, at, at, at the risk of not elucidating upon sneezing further for people. <laughs> um, I mean. Where was this in our cold open, Alex? Come on. <laughs> Sneezes are perfect for that. Because I don't have a cold, Brian. It's just allergies. It's just open. Fine. It would have been our allergy open. Irma Gerd. Eat Gers. Oh, I get to say it later. Never mind. You do get to say it later. Yes, you As soon as that name came up, I'm like, oh, well, like, will be very happy. It's going to keep going this episode, at least. Sorry, guys. This is not the week it ends. Nope. Uh, nor next week, or the week after that. <laughs> no. Or the week after that. Or the week after that. Oh. But no, there were a lot of funny lines in this book. Um, yep. Secret Warriors being this book. I kept like 
reading through this expecting there to be a point where I was like, I don't like this book. This book is stupid. I don't like this. You kept reading through this expecting there to be a point where you didn't like this book too. <laughs> yeah. Like, I was ready to come and come in here and you'd be like, no, this no, one good. I don't know what dumb. you're talking I don't about. like it. No, but it, but I did. I really liked it and I'm, I'm kind of mad that I liked it so much. Yeah. <laughs> yeah I, I was, I was not expecting it to like it as much as I yeah. did. Yeah. It had a great blend of serious and funny. Yeah. I came in with very high expectations. If I had one complaint, it would be, and I just don't like it when any book does this, launching it as part of a bigger event. Mm, yeah, enough. but it needed it. Well, no, I think it does give it a good context. Mm-hmm. I do. Um, but they did it with Spider-Woman too, back yeah. during something. Just launching a book out of it. Um, I One thing I think it does give it is, you know, I was talking about how it just kind of hits the ground running. Yeah. And I think it allows it to do that. Because it gives it, mm-hmm. it kind of sets up a lot of that backstory that gives them the reason for yeah. coming together and doing things. And actually, right. that gives me a chance to ask because there's not a Secret Empire book to talk about this week beyond mm. this, right? Um, but I did want to ask you a question, Brian. <sighs> actually, we do have one we can mention. Well, this is where I'm going. Okay. Last week during Secret Empire, you mentioned having issues with the time jump. I did. Did the free comic book day issue help you out with that? I was wondering about this as I read it. It put, it gave me exactly what I was looking for. I mean, it was like the perfect amount of gap filler. So are we going to jump and talk about that for a minute? Yeah, sure we we can. do that. Yeah. Okay. No. So free comic book day, Secret Empire, if you haven't read it. It was free. What's wrong with right, you? Go get it. And if you haven't read number one yet, please, for God's sake, read zero, then read the free comic book day, then read number one. Yeah. Yep. I don't know why they didn't hold I number one. I do not either. No, I, I liked it. I liked getting all that afterward. Okay, that's fine. I really that's liked fine. it. Um, However, what I don't like is that you kind of need the free comic book day shit. Like, you kind of need it. See what I mean? See, I, like, I don't like that, but I, do I like loved that. the book. I, I do like See, that. See, uh, like I said, you, you saying, I needed that. See, I did too. That's I'm, why I'm going to call See, spoiler. I didn't, I didn't at need this it point. like you needed it, though. I'm going to call spoiler at this point so we can talk about <laughs> okay. what happens in here. All right. So, is good, good book with pretty art. Now jump forward if you don't want spoilers. Yes. Yes. And it's free, so why didn't you get it? Yeah. <laughs> um, so, in the book, it just basically gives you all the the backstory to how they got to... Issue one. Yeah. Which involves Steve mm-hmm. um, picking something for... up. Yep. Yes, it does. Which uh, has been hinted at in the oh, Avengers movie at one point. But... Let me tell you. Hasn't he done that in the past in the comics? He has. I believe yeah. Yeah, he has. Yeah. During that moment, we were in the car and I was reading it in the car because I, I had to read it immediately. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I was like freaking out, yelling, holy shit, oh my god, oh my god. Mike's like, I am literally driving. Stop. <laughs> okay, but it's really important. Um, yeah, Which we called spoilers, yeah. So yeah. Captain America picks up Mjolnir. And yeah. like shows that as the leader of Hydra, he is worthy. Right. Oh my god. Oh my god. Yeah. Oh the, my god. And, yeah, so I mean that completely changes the lens that I view issue one yeah. through. But still that whole swinging wider back it and is, forth. Mm-hmm. But, but it it changed it to the point of, okay, now I can accept some of those choices he made without feeling like he's betraying. It changes it for me. I don't, yeah. that's all I can say. So, 
Um, oh. Okay. Yep. I liked it. A and lot. that good, good Andrea Sorrentino mm. art. Yes. But in this reality, like, what does worthy mean? Why does it have to be worthy to be like a savior? It's the same reality. <clears throat> well, maybe. Maybe. I believe. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. I believe it's the same reality. Okay. Yeah, me too. <laughs> okay. I don't know that I do, but okay. Um, but they've talked about what worth. Well, in interviews, uh, they've talked about what worthy means, and it's not just good or evil. Right. It is, to some degree, the ability to do net good. Okay. And the uh, I, belief yeah. in self as the ability to like uh, an intent. Oh, and yeah. and Intent's he a huge definitely piece. believes in himself to do good. Because oh, yeah. <laughs> Spencer talked about working with Jason Aaron, especially mm-hmm. in light of the whole. You finished Unworthy Thor, Unworthy right? Unworthy Thor, yeah. So, in Unworthy Thor, um, you learn that the reason Thor dropped the hammer is simply Nick Fury saying Gore was right. Mm-hmm. It's not even fact or any change to history there. It's just suddenly Odinson no longer believes he's worthy, so he's not. Mm-hmm. So, that's kind of the tact that Spencer took working with Aaron to... To build that moment, I get it. Yeah, but yeah, it it, it and it's very very much a belief that you can impose your imposition of your structure and order is better for everyone. Yeah, and you know, there's a lot of people that believe that. Well, and in a way, it's almost the the sword in the stone or lady in the lake. Yeah. question yeah is might right or is it might for right like you get the sword either way mm-hmm. it's what you do with it yep mm-hmm. indeed yep. but yes very very good yes uh and again free so go get it go get it look at those pretty pretty pages so good also, right. the, the Spider-Man in the back of that is exactly oh, yes. what I wanted. Oh. Yes, I, I, I actually got a little irritated that it was so good that I can't just read it in trade. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Not simply because after recording last week, I picked it up and then read it. And I'm like, well, damn it. I made that joke about Spider-Man too. Yep. I was <clears> not <throat> happy to read that. Because it means you've got to buy another Because it means I have to buy another That's what Spider-Man I just said. Book. Thanks for paying attention. <laughs> I know. To I know it's what you said, but I'm telling you, it made me that way too. It just replaces silk on your pull list. Mm-hmm. Fair enough. Yeah, but I was like, I was liking that it was going down a little bit. <laughs> Crazy. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> so yeah. good. Very good. Um, there was also a Guardians one shot, which I actually liked the Guardians number one better than the free comic book day Guardians. But I don't even think I got it. Uh, the other one in that one was Defenders, which I will admit to not having read. Cause... Yeah. I know, I but I will tell you, probably my favorite free comic book day comic. The Image? I hate The Image. image. I, I hate yes. Image. Brian, um, in true dad fashion, read this comic to me. I did. I couldn't help it. It was so Brian, damn good. Why you gotta ruin someone else's fun? I that's terrible. It took every ounce of restraint I had not to turn to you when you finished. I was like, thanks, Dad. <laughs> every ounce. Uh, it was. It was. It was pretty fantastic. Yeah, yeah. adorable, yes. hilarious. And now I need 
all of the I hate fairy. I mean, I, I know exactly. That's exactly what I thought, too. I'll bring the trade for you guys. Oh, okay. I've yes. got the first volume. All right. Okay. I'm going to hand it to Brian first, because you've still got a, a bunch I have a lot. to get through. Yeah. All right. Uh, Rocket. Speaking of new books from Marvel. Rocket okay. number one. This is a really pretty book. And it's it's much more uh, grown up than most of the Rocket books that I've yes. laid eyes on. Um, it's got that like British heist film tone, yeah, which makes really sense, does. Al Ewing being British. Fair. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. No, it makes it makes a whole lot more sense now. Because <laughs> I kind of forgot that it was Al Ewing. Um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, this is Rocket kind of hanging out in a bar when in noir fashion and it's kind of a space sci-fi noir with animals it's what i wanted with animal noir uh, fucking hell an old flame an otter named otta walks into his <laughs> walks into his life and asks him to do one more job despite having screwed him over and broken his heart like stop letting pretty faces get to you just yeah. like stop just like stop doing it i don't understand why it's hard for people just stop doing it just stop. It's people who like misery. Yeah, that's that's noir. Yes. Yep. Yeah. Yep. The self-flagellating, self-flagellating noir lead. <laughs> yep. It's easy for me to say. Um, <laughs> no, in fact, it's not. <laughs> normally, it is. Uh, now, this was probably the biggest surprise for me this week. Okay. I picked it up because I like Al Ewing stuff. Um, and Adam Gorham's art in this is beautiful. Goddamn gorgeous. I almost bought a page last night. I may do it when I get home tonight. <laughs> um, I really liked this. I will probably keep going with this one, as much as it pains me to add to wow. my list. Yeah. yeah. I will probably get it in trade or let or read your copies, because yeah. I'm, I'm not sure. It's good, but... I really Meh. dug it. Brian refused to read my copy for fear of being backlogged. <laughs> yep, I sure did. But I opened pages and showed it to yeah, him. To, for which Alex actually opened the book and held it out in front of me. I'm like, oh, great. I didn't realize I was subscribing to the concierge backlogging service. Yes, yes, you are. <laughs> Damn like, it. In, it in knowing him and having to see him every week, <laughs> you're automatically enrolled. I know, I know. So it's one. Of, it's one of the perks of being on the podcast. Huh? <laughs> Thanks. Yes. Yep. Uh, also, I've got to look up to the color synthesis because the coloring is beautiful. Um, uh, the, it was well, oh, yeah. just from the couple pages I yeah, saw. Like, yes. There's the shot of Otto's home world that is. Let me make the most noise possible doing this. <laughs> no, that wasn't the most. I've already done it. It's fine. Um, there's this shot that is just like a landscape, but it is. Like, all the colors starting at the top and running down red to uh, violet. Violet, yeah. Mm -hmm. Violet's turning violet. <laughs> Can I say? Maybe it's not the last page. Michael Garland, yes. Michael Garland. So, I like this a lot. I'm going to keep going with it. Very cool. Yep. Another book I liked a lot. What'd you like? that I know you liked a lot oh, and that uh, solves a problem that Brian has had with this book oh no it's not what I Avengers <laughs> number seven. Oh my god yes I did like this book I like this book a whole lot so this is as usual Mark Wade, but now being co-written for this issue by Jeremy Whitley Jeremy Whitley who writes The Wasp mm -hmm. alright read The Wasp here's the thing you know what 
or if you're hesitant about reading, read this issue of the Avengers, because finally, Nadia Pym in this book is has the same personality as Nadia Pym from the Wasp. And if you read this book and aren't reading Wasp but liked this book, you should read. You the should Wasp. then go read the Wasp. If you read this book and like her, you can't not go read yes. the Wasp because. I'm so, so happy. She completely and totally fangirls out over Dr. Doom. Yes. <laughs> over Iron Doom. Dr. Doom shows up in his Iron Man armor yes. to tell the Avengers that, hey, I've got an issue. I need your help. So for today, you work for me. Yeah. Uh, which leads to, first <laughs> off, them being like, okay, this person's Iron Man and this person's Iron Man and this person's Iron Man, but this isn't any of their suits. And we know all of them. This is a different suit. Who is this? Right. Um, it's Victor Von Doom. That was Squeal. quite naughty. Yeah. <laughs> I love the way you mix science and magic. I mean, You're so great. I can't figure it out. It also kind of looks like a Doom bot a little bit, <laughs> but I can't be Doom. <laughs> well, he shows up and he helps them. Right. And he helps them by, by doing Fires of Farouche, which is a Doctor Strange move normally. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. And they're like, thanks, Doctor Strange. Strange? And he pulls up the mask. <laughs> yeah. Doom. Doom. <laughs> at which point Sam Wilson's like okay everybody offensive maneuvers <laughs> exactly and Nadia is just like I said complete and total fangirl and she does the most Nadia thing she talks them all down and turns it into a oh, conversation yeah. exactly. they have a 10 minute conversation which nice. is exactly what she does in her own yeah. work yeah all the, yes. always de-escalates first it's awesome and there are these great moments where and I love I love the basic concept here for Doom which is while you would not expect him to, like, you'd expect him to be, and yes, for a lot of his history, his interaction with Sue Storm is this, like, incredibly misogynist Oh, yeah, yeah. Creep, creepster, yeah. But in more contemporary stories, like, they always build him with soft spot for really strong, bright women. Uh-huh. You've got Sue, you've got Valeria, you've got his mother, in a way. Yep. So Nadia fits right into that, and it makes perfect sense. It does why he would just immediately take up with her. Because the two of them immediately get along. Nice. Like, they have little personal moments of... He asked her about having to kill for the Red Room and things like that. Okay. Well, damn it. You know, like, like even if you don't want to go for the... You should read this one. It, 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 I mean, yeah. just for Wasp and, and Iron Doom yeah. in this. It's worth it. Damn it. Okay. Yes. Yeah. And it's Phil Noto art. Like, this is just a one-shot. So Phil Noto's in on art yep. as guest artist. Yes. It also gives you a little more, if you're reading in from a Siren Man, maybe a little more insight into some of what he's doing and why he's been taking out specifically evil scientists. Damn it! Okay. Yeah. Um, so there's a lot of... A lot of good, like even the mission in this is helping protect Sue's legacy. She does the thing that I wanted she her to do. Does. Okay, yeah. okay, yep, I'm See? getting that. <laughs> yes, okay. I knew if I showed you that one, you'd be sold. Yeah, yeah, yeah. she squeeze pretty yeah. much. Yeah, yeah. Victor Von Doom knows my name. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, adorable. Uh, Totes adorable. Yes, and like, and then the reason that he needs to come recruit the Avengers and specifically her. It's just <laughs> like everything fits so well yeah. with her being the focus of the story. And yeah, I, I loved, loved, loved this. <laughs> yeah. This may have been my favorite Marvel book. This it week. might well have been, yeah. So but this was basically just a Doom Wasp. 
Yeah. Okay. It, yeah, it kind of was. With Spider-Man in there for color commentary. <laughs> yes, yes. Oh, God dang it. Okay. Why do you love everyone but me? <laughs> yep. Uh, I also love the, the, the Nadia-Thor dynamic. Yes. I think the thing, and she says it, she giveth my words air. <laughs> yes. Like like I said, and I think quite honestly, I think this team, the Avenger, this Avengers team, mm-hmm. needed that kind of personality yeah. on it, like, definitely. And it, it's wonderful, wonderful. Yeah. And uh, to kind of tie it back to to other conversation, the thing that happened in the point one issue, yes, uh, comes to bear at the final at the at the page, end of this yeah. one. So. Uh, Things are all coming together. It's going to be the next arc. All right. So. What you got next? Star Wars The Screaming Citadel. The one shot uh, uh, first chapter to the crossover between Star Wars and Dr. Aphra. Okay. I was just waiting for Jin to say it. I know you want to say it. It was really good to see Dead Man in this. Oh, I expected Eternal Roar. <laughs> no. The Eternal Roar. But there was some Eternal Roar. Yes. Yes. And yeah. Dead Man. Yeah. yeah. Marvel's officially done more for Dead Man's 50th anniversary than DC has. Yep. <laughs> Indeed. Yep. It was pretty funny. That really was my favorite part. Yeah. Turning the page and going, <gasps> Dead Man? Well, I see, don't hate this one. I was redeeming the digital codes because they're back, and with Thank even though God. I didn't have rehearsal Yay. on Thursday, with rehearsal now, what I've gotten in the habit of doing as of last week, back in the habit of doing, is loading all those in and just taking my iPad to rehearsal. Mm-hmm. So I went ahead and loaded them up this week, loaded them up this week anyway, and I'm like flipping through the last couple pages, trying not to see anything, but I'm like, it's dead man. There's dead man. What's going on in this book? What the fuck? Um. Yep. I liked this book a lot. I did too. Afra in this is just fan- her and Luke. Like- so say, there are people on the internet shipping them now. Oh, I mm. totally get that. Mm. I, no, I'm not saying I I I'm not support it. I and right, okay. I'm saying I totally get why people and that there are people doing that. Like, yeah. Okay, like maybe Afra's it does not surprise mom. me at all. Oh God, no. Maybe what? So maybe Afra's raised mom. Oh my God. <laughs> no, no, just stop. No, just, no. I thoroughly, thoroughly believe she's Obi Wan's granddaughter. I do. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Anyway. Yes. yes. Yeah. Uh. So Afra and Luke team up to go do a heist kind of thing, sort of. But not really. Not really. Well, he kind of thinks it is, but yeah. <laughs> I mean, if you know Afra, or yeah. know of Afra. Luke gets his anime cosplay on. <laughs> yeah. There was some serious Black Butler going on. <laughs> I was like, yeah. no, sir. Yes. No. Yes. I never want to see this ever again. Well, I had that moment because they talk about this this moment on West Wing so much on West Wing Weekly whenever Donna adjusts oh, yes, uh, Josh's did. tie where Afra is adjusting Luke's tie. I'm like, mm-hmm. Rishi and Josh would have something to say about romantic Indeed. undertones here. And how this is like them having sex. But but doesn't Afra like girls? I think Afra likes everybody. Yeah. Okay. Well, 
well, well, I think well. At, well, I think Afra likes whoever Afra chooses to like. Mm-hmm. I don't think Afra likes anybody. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So maybe, Afra maybe likes everybody, droids. though. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. All right, I identify yeah. a lot more with her than I thought. Um, <laughs> and a, we're getting an Afra action figure. Yeah. <laughs> she won the the poll. That's, Sweet. Yeah. Like she, like I, I'm so glad that these books are considered canon. Yeah. And she is, she is part of the. Star Wars universe now, which I am super happy about. If the like, next Star Wars story they movie they announce is not an Afra story, oh my god! Or if she doesn't show up at some point, oh, she has to. She has like I mean, this is one of the best characters they've created yeah. since the original. Yeah, yeah. And you get more BT and Triple Zero. Yes, finally. Triple <laughs> Zero's interpretations of BT's <laughs> words are just. They're so wonderful. Well, I loved him trying to translate Katathatad. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Literally, this is what it means, but I think that loses the poetry. I would rather call it the screaming, the screaming citadel. citadel. But there was like no screaming. That's the poetry of it. No. No. Yeah, by the way, I this yeah, this had a big runner up for my week. When, I'm not going to say it, but when the, the the very beginning when they get into the fight. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah mm-hmm. that was mm-hmm. that was yeah. wonderful. I love how. So there's your tease. Go get it. Every time, she, every time she called him kid, he's like, "Don't do that." Yeah. Han does that, and it makes me crazy. She's like, "Oh God, no. oh my God, don't call me kid." <laughs> she doesn't like being compared to Han either. Which <laughs> no. I love. No. Yeah. <laughs> to be fair. I was reading in a rehearsal this week and did have a line that ended with kid and got funny looks for the way I said kid. Okay. Sure. Mm, yeah. I don't know. I was reading it in front of Mike and I was like, wait, hold on. When exactly does this take place? And he was like, oh, well, I can tell based on the jacket. I was like, you fucking nerd. <laughs> I mean, it's between four and five. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Before he begins his training. But it was the, I can tell based on the jacket that Luke is wearing. Well, yes. <laughs> it was is... so cute. It was very adorable. It's something you would have said, Ryan. Um, He's a total nerd. <laughs> total nerd. <laughs> Eternal nerd. Eternal nerd. <laughs> That's great. I loved it. <sighs> I did too. I'm ready I, for more yep. of this. Oh, I meant Mike. Okay, yes. Oh. <laughs> yeah, I, like, I liked this book. Yeah. Me too, me too. All-Star Batman, number 10. Going over to the DC side. I like this one, too. This is the first issue of the second-to-last full arc of oh, Snyder's so tenure on Batman. Now, there's one more after this. Okay. So there's this arc. Mm-hmm. There will be some one or two shots. And then there will be a final arc with uh, Sean Gordon Murphy. After which Snyder will be taking his first break from writing Batman, and as long as I've been reading longer than I've been reading comics, wow, uh, he'll probably have been on Batman like ten solid years at that point, close to it at least. Um, but this is an Alfred story. It, it turns out it is going to be an Alfred story. Which it's a story like. with Alfred and pirates. Damn it! And. And young, Every time and, I stop reading something, you're like, there are pirates. And little Alfred. Fuck. And that's for young those Alfred. of you who have absolutely no interest in pirates. <laughs> Indeed. And I, I I love the whole backfire thing that happens with Bruce. Yes. That's so awesome. Um, There is a, a black market 
weapons deal going mm-hmm. down in Miami. And Hush decides to impersonate Bruce Wayne to get in on it because they have a no Gotham villains rule. Right. So Bruce and Alfred detain Hush. And Bruce goes undercover as Hush, as himself, as being played by Hush. Right. <laughs> so he's pretending to be Hush, pretending to be him. Yes. And he gets called out for being Hush. <laughs> yes. It's wonderful. It's like, why didn't Bruce Wayne go into acting? <laughs> they actually talk about yeah. Bruce Wayne in acting, too. <laughs> yeah, Alfred nice. does, because Alfred is a trained actor. Nice. The The narrative thing for this, at least issue, I assume, Mark, is this is Alfred talking and telling the story. So Alfred is our narrator. Yes. It's, okay. It's just, it's, yeah. it's wonderful. I did, I did. I enjoyed yeah. this one a lot. That's a good looking book. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. It's uh, Raphael Albuquerque, who Snyder works on American Vampire with. Mm-hmm. Oh, nice. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Hey, Brian. Okay. A beloved series ended this week. Future Quest. Oh, mm. oh yeah. I got some feels going on right now. Yeah. Um, yeah. You want to talk it, about it? I, I do. I do a little bit. Um, it was, it, it, there's nothing surprising in this conclusion. Um, it, it, it wraps up the story really well. It, you know, gives you that wonderful friendship send off thing of Mm -hmm. people going back to their homes and all this. Um, so like, you know, it's a very predictable wrap up, but it felt really good. I'm given to understand that some people openly wept. It was not me. I won't name names. Not openly. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> well, it's open now because we dealt with people. <laughs> but we're not naming names. That's right. Well, this was a good issue. <laughs> um, yeah, it was. Um, and as a as an entire series, as a twelve issue run, yeah, this is going to be fantastic. They've they've got to put out a big oversized hardcover of this, right? as the whole thing. I, I would I would hope so. I and would I would buy, probably buy it if they did this and Flintstones. Yeah, I'd buy a big collection of each of those. Especially this. I mean, this is one whole story, which yeah. makes it. You know, really nice to have contain it. Just fantastic. I can't say enough good things about this book. Yeah, I'm you glad know. we got it. Yes, and we will get more. They're doing like an anthology thing. It'll be different, but it'll be more. I know. Um, and I'm guessing we kind of see sort of how people pair off some ways as they part ways in this book. That sounded a little creepy, but okay. <laughs> well, some people travel together afterwards. Let's okay. Say. All right. So, I don't know. It'll be fun. Yeah, it will be. All right. Bug, The Adventures of Forager, number one. So we get a beloved Jack Kirby character back in this one. Another book that I have been just super, super excited for. Um, You know what? This, um, I was kind of shocked. I did not realize how well a very, very traditional take Jack Kirby take on this character mm-hmm. would fit so well into the young animal imprint. Yeah, I know. But it it's... somehow did, like, really, really well. Well, the the All Reds are really good at this kind of, like, pop-punk rock vibe. Like, Mike Allred has his own books and characters that are, like, a... a, a damn it, what's his name? Frank Einstein is the, the character's name. It's got a big, like, exclamation point. Oh, uh... 
Not Freakazoid. <laughs> Although sometimes I look at and I think about him a little bit. I know who you're talking about though. Uh, yeah. It's uh, And like he has a band. He plays too. Like he's in that sort of scene and world. So it makes sense that he and and uh Lee and Laura would do really well in that sort of Gerard Way punk rock imprint. So, yeah, but that, but at the same time, I mean, it is like I, well, no, if but, you told me Kirby wrote this, I would totally believe you. True, and like yeah. they're a strong pathway to Kirby. Yes, like who draws and colors Silver Surfer? Yeah, okay, fair enough. Um, but yeah, while well, that too, the art in this is crazy reminiscent. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and so, so all good. of that, all of that said together, yeah, I really enjoyed this. Oh, I loved it far more than honestly I thought I was going to. Well, and the things that I think make it work are the little things, the small details. Like the first page is just panels, like individual mm-hmm. panels redrawn from different points in Bug's life. But uh, I know, I know, because I read it recently. Um, Cosmic Odyssey. There are three panels that are straight out of Cosmic Odyssey on that first page redrawn. I didn't think about it, but yeah. Yeah, like word for word, position for position. Um, Yeah. No, that's a different thing, though. Hang on. Okay, sorry. I'll Um, look it up and show Alex's picture. Yeah, like the three with the yellow backgrounds? Yeah. Those are straight out of there. That whole Batman, his name was Forager? Yeah. That's... Batman getting pissed after Bug dies, saving his life, and Orion won't right treat him as a as is Orion a never not a dick. <laughs> um, no, Orion is always a dick. Okay, just let's just get that out there because yeah, Madman, Madman. Yes, there you go. Is what I was looking for. Okay, the character's name is Frank Einstein because he's a monster. Frankenstein, but he named yeah. himself after Frank Sinatra and Albert Einstein. Okay. Yeah. Apparently, that's not a very original idea. Well, <laughs> I like it, though. I've read yep. it. I've read a chunk of it. It's fun. Cool. Um, I also love them talking about Camus. <laughs> yes. Cam who? Cam who? Cam who? Sounds like a camel you milk. Which explains the two humptinus penis on the variant cover. <laughs> nice. That's There's hilarious. a cow prick camel. If you count the uh, udder as a hump. Fair. Um, see, there's the weird ghostly teddy bear. Uh, there's a sandman. We get sandman in this issue. Yes. Yes, we do. And a panel with Dead Man, which is still less than in Star Wars, but <laughs> I'll take it. I liked it a lot. I, I did too, I yes. I did not like this book. You, you didn't? didn't? You I didn't. I didn't like this book. What didn't you like about it? It. There were too many, hurt, hurt, look how funny I am, one-liners in there. Uh, that really drove me fucking nuts. Oh, well, see, that's Jack Kirby. Right. Okay. Fucking nuts. Sorry. Yeah. I I totally I, I I just read that as, you know, part of being in the Jack Kirby New Gods. And Thug's kind yeah. of a dork. Yeah. But I get it. I that's, get why that's it was fine. Get it's yeah. fine. But it wasn't just Bug saying them. Sure. If it was just Bug, then I could probably get over it and, and even kinda like it. 
But literally everyone mm-hmm. was like, let me reference this and herk, herk, herk. There, I did like the Pinky and the Brain reference. Because you like Pinky and the Brain. I yeah. love Pinky and the Brain. Right. I love Pinky and the Brain too, but I don't want to like hear every single fucking reference from the past 20 years, 30 years. Okay. In one book. Maybe I was maybe I was just in the right mood for this. Pro- I, probably. I, yeah, I liked it. Probably. I can easily see if I was if I was not in the right mind space or in the mood for this that it would probably rub me it in the right way. It got really annoying. I can see that. Yeah. I loved it. Two of three. I was in the right mood, however. So make sure you're in the right mood and then read this. I, I don't think I could have been in the right mood. Okay, it was well. just annoying to me. Okay, fair enough. Well, I will be buying the rest of it. Good. And oh, yeah. You don't yeah. have to read them. I will not. I will not throw them at you. Thank you. Uh, okay. Uh, Titans. What do you think of Titans. I don't remember what happened in Titans. It's the first book the I read. The Lazarus Contract. Oh, yeah. Part no, one. so good. Yeah. Yeah, 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 that one was so good. <laughs> that one didn't have a bunch of quippy one-liners. I mean, if it did, it was just like random stuff that they made up on the spot. Um, yeah, no, it was really good. I loved watching them be like, where the fuck did Wally go? <laughs> yeah, the, the quippiest thing in this is when they're 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 naming all of the people and like oh it's Arsenal formerly Speedy it's uh, Tempest formerly Aqualad and like and it's like Omen just just Omen, omen. Just, just Omen it's just Omen <laughs> yeah, right. that's the quippiest thing in probably the whole book right yep. yeah yeah yep. it was good yes. so but yeah this this I mean it kicks it off pretty much full throttle going <laughs> yeah the uh, the Lazarus contract it pulls and, everyone into it that they're gonna. Like all the teams into it that they're going to use, yeah. Um, but well, for the most part, yeah, it pulls one character from from Teen Titans, but you can easily see why they're coming in yeah. full force yeah. after it. Yeah, yep. Um, and I mean, you know, I wouldn't say there was anything that was a big surprise in this. No, by any stretch of the imagination, but just the execution was really well done, mm-hmm. and. Can't wait to see what happens yeah. next. Mm-hmm. And we get more next week in Teen, Teen Titans. Titans. Yep. Which is, yeah, I'm, I'm crazy happy about that, too. Yep. Yeah. All right. Now let's do things that only one of us read. Uh, 80 After Death, number three. It is, like the first two, a chunky read. There <laughs> is a lot there. But take your time. Make sure you've got... 40 minutes an hour mm-hmm. and just sit down and enjoy it's... Yep, I bought it that would be why I haven't yeah. read it though because yes. I just yeah. I, I want I yeah. want to be able to set aside and I still got to read too so well, yeah. I've got to have about an hour and a half or so to yeah. just we were in the same boat there yeah. I had not read two in the week it came out yeah. so I had to read I it still have not yeah. it's real good they're both real real good yeah, yeah. I really um, like the first one I can't I, oh yeah. yeah the best way I can describe having read the whole thing now is it reminds me of uh, sort of like an indie sci-fi movie, like an Arrival type movie that is in this science fiction world, but is not about the sci-fi. That's got that kind of bittersweet melancholy going. It's okay. more the backdrop. It's more the backdrop. The setting, it's yeah. non-linear storytelling. It has. It uses the the genre tropes sparingly, but to build narrative ideas. Um, so it's that sort of kind of low-key, soft sci-fi. Right, just so you kind of understand. Yeah. The tropes are there so you understand why 
it gives it color and it like there's one point where they talk about uh the the main character is hired at one point to figure out how to steal this box that has a laser in it that when you look in the box's eye hole uh it stimulates the cones in your eye to see color just past where the visible spectrum normally can and they introduce that idea and that becomes a metaphor for perception of the world and being able to see things that aren't there and maybe misunderstanding what's beyond the periphery of, of what you can experience. Oh, cool. Okay. Um, so it's very smart. It's very clever. I can tell you I have no fucking clue how it got from book one to that. Carefully. Logically. <laughs> okay. Carefully. Okay. Like cool. It's really carefully controlled. Um, I could easily see it being adapted for film mm. and working really well. Very so. cool. Brian. And also, it is on that good, good paper. It's on it that is, good, good paper. Yeah, it's, it's super nice. So pretty. Yeah, with that pretty, pretty Jeff Lemire art and those good, good Scott Snyder words. Just open mm-hmm. it and feel like you're in a library, an awesome, quiet library that is your own home. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hey, Brian, tell me yes. about medicine number one. Uh, this is... Um, M-E-D-I-S-I-N. S-I-N-S-I-N. Medicine. 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 So this is... Uh, I, I picked this up because I, I saw the uh, Preview, solicit for the it. solicitation, yeah. yeah. And uh, it just sounded interesting. It was uh, it was solicited as a, a supervillain basically kidnaps and puts together this medical team, these doctors, to um, basically be a trauma response team for supervillains. Right, because supervillains have all the, and, and it, it. I mean, it, there's nothing that's not true about that. That is, yeah. but the the feel of it was very, very different from what I expected. Just having read that, in a good way, in a very good way. Okay, yes, very good way. Um, I really like this. Um, you get some very, um, what I would say are honest reactions from the doctors to kind of what's going on and 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 what's going. And some of them are like you know. Some of them are gung ho, like it doesn't matter. We got to help these people because it's people that need help. And some of them are questioning, and some of them are straight up. I hate that I have to do this. And so it's so, like that episode of Andy Griffith. All of them? No. <laughs> <laughs> no, the one where they episode. kidnap the doctor to work on the outlaws. I don't know if I know that specific. I probably have seen it. I just don't remember it. Come on, you're older than us. I know. Come I, on. I, that's why I said I guarantee I've seen it. I just it's one of my mother's favorite episodes. I, I, I've forgotten it because it's that long ago. <laughs> Although her favorite is the one where Barney joins the choir. <laughs> I like anyone with Gomer sweet Pyle. Springtime, we greet thee in song. But yeah, and Sounded I mean, just like him. Like you, you run into a thing where I've seen you know, it a lot. The, the doctors respond in this one case, and they help the supervillain who, you know, then can once they take care of what the issue is, he can like he's like magically kind of whole again, and then immediately goes and attacks a, a superhero and hurts him. It's like <laughs> great. Yeah, it's like well, did I do good or not? So I, I'm really, I actually really, really enjoyed this far more than I expected to. Cool. Um, but yeah, I, I would highly recommend this, actually. Awesome. And Misfit City, number one. <laughs> this is uh, this is a... Uh, well, it's Boom Studios, which should tell you something in and of itself. I mean, it's definitely a Boom Studios book. Um, they, they just have a certain vibe to them, a certain atmosphere, I guess. And this is the one that tells about the, uh, the small town where The Gloomies was filmed. Yes. Yes. Oh. Yes. And there's a, there's a whole there's a whole section you know after after 
matter in the back about uh, about how they were you know obviously totally inspired by the Goonies and that's where kind of the idea for this came from but it's these four girls who are I guess it's five girls total who um are, are friends and nothing ever happens and like the only thing this town is known for is that the Gloomies was filmed there and these these like douche film fans who are <laughs> who like they hate because like the only reason they come to this town is because of that and they don't care about anything else mm-hmm. and, uh, but yeah so and then there's a story kind of underneath that facade that's going on and okay yeah it's gonna be it should be fun it's it, it is totally gonna be just a fun I thought you were going to say that there was like a bunch of Goonies parallels between the kids. I mean, they're and kind the of kids. like they find a treasure map. Okay. So there are kind of some. There's no, there's not. I if would they not make say, a little chunky girl do the truffle shuffle, then I'm going to be real mad. The words truffle shuffle make me mad. Yeah. <laughs> no. I hate the Goonies, guys. <laughs> <laughs> there is, um, my there is kind of a dumpy, uh, a dumpy girl who has to collect oysters. That's like her job. Uh, Okay. Yeah, I don't know, but that, so okay. she has to shake them. That's so, the yeah. Oh no. I know that was. Okay. Th- I think that's as close as it's gonna get, though. Okay. Like so, I think there are the nineties had a the eighties and nineties had a real problem with picking on fat kids. It mm-hmm. did, and it, 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 yeah, and it, but it doesn't have that. It does not have that kind of mean feel okay. feel about that. Like I mean, she's totally one of their friends. They all love her, and yeah, there's nothing. Okay. Not, not like I said, not that same vibe that they had in with was it chunky, chunk, was it? chunk, yeah, yeah, know. yeah, not at all. Okay, so such a dumb bad movie. <laughs> <laughs> it's not a bad movie. It's just mean. It's such just a mean. Dumb bad movie. But uh, at Alex yeah. Lavelle, two thousand five, bring it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, okay. like I said, just a fun read. Okay. Cool. cool. Is it still good? Is it still good? Hey, me. Action 979. Is it still good? Yeah. It's all right. Yeah. It, like, this it, This is not a stellar, outstanding arc going right now, but it's good. I like it's it good. fine. It's it is, not right, as strong yeah. as Superman, but right. it hasn't been. Um, Patrick Zerker is back. Zerker, Zercher, however, is back on art, and I always enjoy his issues a lot. Mm-hmm. And I like the stuff with Lois and Clark talking about moving back to the city. Yep. So, I liked it. Still good. Hey, Brian. Mm-hmm. Detective 956, still good? Uh, it is still good. So, this uh, pretty much wraps up the arc with uh, the, League, uh, of the League of Shadows. And, there, again, this is there's nothing really surprising in here about how they wrap things up. It's no. it's pretty much what was telegraphed. Yeah. As, as Shadow of... never showed up, though. That's true. That is true. But, damn, can Orphan kick some ass. <laughs> this is true. <laughs> This one also didn't have the uh, like muddy art issue the last nope. one had. No, it didn't. Yeah. It didn't. Um, which it was the exact same art team. I love the uh, I love I love Clayface showing his his yeah. emotion for the team though. That you just awesome. could have said I love Clayface. Well, yeah, right. Yeah. You're right. Done. Yeah, fair enough. Clayface <laughs> is the best. Uh, Justice League of America six. This is the second and final chapter of the Heart of a Bastich story. Um, mm-hmm. I could have had this arc be a little longer. This this issue was still good. They, I like think they probably more, left, yeah. left room on the table I if they, they built it a little differently. Right. Um, but the Lobo stuff is the strongest stuff in this book, I, hands down. So far, absolutely. Um, and you know what? And Adam, especially in this yeah. issue, I yeah, like 
they bring him kind of front and center as well, and it makes a lot more sense now. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, hey, Brian. Yes. New Superman 11 still good? Oh, this is this is uh, pretty fantastic. Yeah, I love it. It's oh. uh, Superman and Flash, and he unlocks one of his new abilities. So, yeah. Superman does? Yes. Cool. Yes. Hey, Brian. Mm-hmm. Red Hood and the Outlaws, number 10, still good? Oh, man, this is fantastic. Like, I, like... This is this book is rapidly getting better and better and better and better. I read that first trade. That first trade in a trade yeah. is a great read. Yeah. I was so so single issues as a trade. It I just breezed through it. It was as, great. Yeah, as and it's probably going to continue to be that way as yeah. a trade. It's going to be fantastic. Um it's got each of them kind of doing their own thing right now, but all of it is good. All of it. Awesome. Uh Shade the Changing Girl, still good. We are in Gotham now. Which, if you want to visit a place with madness, um, and Shade makes contact with someone from her homeworld. She does, yeah. So, uh, I enjoyed this a lot. I liked it better than Seven. Seven was alright, but this one's... We talked about that was kind of a... Was it Six or Seven? One of them was kind of a weird issue in there. Then there was right. the Marguerite Savage one-shot, and then there's this one. Yeah. And... Whichever one was that weird one, this is kind of back on course. It is. This one has a bit different feel from some of all the... And it's because she's not in that small yeah. town kind of thing. But, like... And especially the poetry in this one. Yeah. Like, it was pretty amazing. Yeah. Like, it... Crazy, crazy man. Yeah. Hey, Brian. Mm-hmm. Wonder Woman 22. Uh, this is fantastic. This is kind of a standalone story about how she met uh, the the... Uh, it's hard to call her an antagonist, but I guess that's what you'd call her. Um, she's certainly a driving, motivating factor, but it's how her and Wonder Woman met. Um, uh, Dr. Uh, my, my Hurt? First, no, I just drew a complete blank. No, 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 no. It's uh, uh, She's she's the head of a large corporation. And hang on just a second. I'll take just a second. Um, hey, Jen. Uh, Veronica see. Kale. Oh, okay. Yeah. I knew it wouldn't take long. Um, but yeah, so it's the story of how they met and it's, it's pretty cool. I liked it. Cool. Like it starts off as one thing and changes. Very nice. Hey Jen. Yeah. Green Valley. Number eight. Still good. Oh my God. It's so good. It's so, so good. We get a lot of awesome things that you just want to happen. It happens. Yeah. Brian. Yeah. I cannot. Looking at. Pages smirking, <laughs> he distracted smuggling. me. I was trying to distract Jen and see if it yeah, would work. Because he's a jerk. Yeah, you show me a fucking hot bod. Of course it's going to work. I was going to yeah. say there um, must have been butts or abs. Just really nice, elegant body and a dress, actually. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so I am distracted by beauty, is the thing. Um, yeah, no, Green Valley continues to be just the fucking best book I've ever read, ever, I think. It is ever. really it, good. It, I mean,. Better than Lock and Key? Oh, no. No. But that's a different... I have categories of yeah. good books, yeah. and like Vision is at the top of its category, Lock and Key is at the top of its category, and then there's Green Valley. Okay. Yeah. Like, like, I would not disagree with you in saying that, yeah, especially on the whole, once we get next issue, like as long as they stick that landing, yeah. this will be among and, those... And it's a 40-page issue, so... Yeah, it's a double issue. Nice. Yeah. So excited. Um, yep. Hey, Jen. Yeah. Speaking of hot bods, Rock Ooh. Candy Mountain number two. No. <laughs> like, no. The opposite of that. Yeah, I still have no idea what's going on in this book other than, hey, hobos. Hobo magic. Hobo, sure. Yeah. Um, you get a, a hobo fight club. 
Oh. With a guy named uh, 100 Cats. Because <laughs> he fights like 100 cats. <laughs> Not like he doesn't fight 100 cats, but he fights like, as if he were 100 cats. Okay. Makes sense? I okay, mean, no. But, I yeah. feel like the only way to <laughs> test for sure that he fights like 100 cats is for, at some point, him to have fought increasingly more cats at one time until, until he and a hundred cats and it's even yep ended right. in a draw 101, 101 they take him out right. oh yeah. yeah oh yeah right. to be fair I think 101 cats would take anybody out um, <laughs> now, I don't want to cats versus except 101 for Jackson Dalmatians. they would never take out Jackson because he's a fucking badass as it turns out um, yeah, it gives you more insight into, like, what the devil is doing in this book, which I don't think I even mentioned that last time, the devil's in this book. Uh, yeah, it's it's good. It's a good cool. book. It's, is, it's is so weird. Details? And his name, yeah, actually. <laughs> That's awesome. And, it, and he goes, and Jackson goes by the name Dognuts in the fight ring, and I'm just like, I can't even. I just can't even. This is, it's a really good book. Do do people interrupt him a lot? Does Dognuts get cut off? <laughs> no, oh. you do not cut Damn off. Damn you, nuts. Alex! <laughs> it would have been funny. Hey, Jen. <laughs> yeah. Speaking of people, you wait, cut off. Would that would that mean the fight was fixed? <laughs> <laughs> Adorable. Anyway. Um. Or actually, speaking of people who could cut off dog nuts if they wanted. Uh huh. All new Wolverine, still good. <laughs> oh. Damn. Um. Rusty just like ran away in fear. Uh. <laughs> Yeah, no, it's really good. You get you're dealing with more of the alien virus, the Laura Kinney virus. Um, the Laura Kinney virus. Yes, I would be really mad if I were her. Yeah, yeah, it's really good. Uh, and you get a lot of Ironheart in this issue. Yeah, you do. That's right. And some good Gabby. Yeah, that's right. And Gabby. Okay. Oh, if anyone can figure out how to punch a virus in the face. <laughs> oh. Hey, Jen. Yeah. Oh, God, it's my corner. It is. Uh. Amazing Spider-Man number 27. Okay. This is really good. You get more Silver Sable, um, which normally I'm like meh on, but this is doing it really well. Yeah. It is doing it really well. Yeah, they start the sort of a fucking revolution. <laughs> Turns out yeah. Spider-Man can invade other countries. Yeah, Spider-Man goes to war. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> I love when he's like, oh yeah, the Avengers can do it and it's fine, but I do it and suddenly yeah. it's bad. But it does actually literally turn into Spider-Man and uh, uh, Osborn commanding troops at each other. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, and Osborn's got a new face. Oh, God, it's so creepy. Ooh, it is kind of creepy. It's so fucking creepy. Now he's just as creepy on the outside as he is on the inside. I like this book a lot. Yep, it's good. Yep. Hey, Brian. Mm-hmm. Amazing Spider-Man Renew Your Vows, number seven. Uh, so this concludes, I guess it was just a two-issue yep. arc of... Mm-hmm. Uh, of them going to the uh, ex- the school for gifted youngsters yes. uh, and meeting with, with the X Men and kind of what happens there and the Brotherhood of Evil mutants attacks and you know hijinks ensue and uh, absolute hilarity. This one's a knee slapper. <laughs> I mean, it is. <laughs> I mean, sure. yeah. Um, it is but yeah, the, uh, the the personalities all come out to be exactly. It's wonderful. Yeah, and then and then uh, at the end, you know, they're like, "Well, so you think uh, you think she's going to come here?" And they're like, "You know what? We'll talk about it." Yeah. So uh, there is one thing I want to mention because I think it's probably the the biggest seed for what's going to be coming up, which is there's a point where Mary Jane goes and uh, like you don't you, she just goes off panel and you don't see her and, and Spider Man goes whoa and he gets a little weak. And he's like, oh, because she's using her powers and it's draining him, mm-hmm. yeah. which is 
going to be something to do with what's coming up. It's almost like mm-hmm. the cover for the next issue in the back hints or tells you outright what well, that's yeah, going to be. Mm-hmm. You're, you're not wrong. You're not. Wrong. So I like that editorial excited. box for for more about what happens with this mysterious black goo. Read next month's issue Read or turn the page. Anything or turn the page. Literally anything. Or turn the page. Literally yeah. anything. Anything Spider-Man, read that. Well, I mean, you'll yeah. find out. I mean, that's the joke. The joke is, duh, that's what this is. <laughs> yeah, like, oh, look, there's a black goo. I wonder what that is. This is twice. Two weeks we've gotten black goo. Yeah. Oop. It's almost like we've Just got an edge, an edge of Venomverse miniseries starting Ooh. soon. What? Imagine. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, we'll all read at least one issue because Michael Rosenberg, Matthew Rosenberg's writing an issue. Yes. Uh, hey Brian yeah Kingpin number four still good uh, Kingpin's still fantastic speaking of Matthew Rosenberg books. yeah exactly um, yeah, we no, had a lot of Matthew Rosenberg this week we, mm. we, is that a bad thing no, no not never. at all no it's it's wonderful we get more next week too I, I four lo- kids number four is out next oh, week thank god. oh my god wait thank hold god. on I just like stopped looking for it it's out next week yes I know right um, but yeah, no, Kingpin's wonderful. It's just great. Yeah. Uh, Old Man Logan 23, second to last issue of Lemire's run. It's still kind of Logan's farewell tour. It's nice. It's a, it, it's, it's a nice issue revisiting his past. Okay. Um, Silver Surfer number 11. Oh my God, I love this book. And this one is a punch in the gut. And that's all I'm going to say about it. It's very good. Read it. Hey, Jin. Yeah. The Unbelievable Gwyn- Gwynpool, number 14. This book's so funny. This book's so, so funny. We get the wrap-up with what happens with the with the dwarfs. And we, we get a cute little... A cute little... Little, little new character. Mm-hmm. Well, not a new character, but... And is he really little? <laughs> well, he can be. can be. Okay, fair enough. Little-ish. Little compared to... Compared to what he was. Yeah. Yep. Fair He's so cute. I mean, he's larger than a four-foot raccoon. That's true. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, that is fair. Yeah. So cute. <laughs> I was like, oh, no, I want one. I'm sure eventually they'll release a stuffed animal. That's right. Yes! Gw- Gw- Gwynpool with the better Hawkeye. <laughs> I loved Hawkeye's better Hawkeye? Well, I mean, you're not wrong. Yeah. <laughs> also, Hawkeye's uh, just general ignoring Gwyn talking about being from another world and reading these comics yeah. but absolutely going with the premise yeah, that Gwyn sure, knows what sure she's talking why not. about. Yeah, she's just like, okay, people are weird. <laughs> yeah. I don't care. Uh, also, hey. Gwyn totally likes butts and abs too, so it's oh, like, yeah. Yeah. come yeah. on. I'm just waiting for that inevitable cosplay. It's, it's not gonna happen. No, of course not. You would never cosplay Gwynpool. No. Okay, no. anyway. Hey, Brian. Yeah. X-Men Blue number th- three. Um, Still good? Yeah, actually, uh, this is probably my favorite issue so far. We talked about how they needed more of a voice. We don't have that that bickering amongst them that we've had. The relationships kind of, yeah. between them are it's, more defined. Yeah, well, I think there's so much movement in this and so much action and so much external focus hmm. that... Uh, it it it's not a problem that the internal stuff is okay. a little, yeah. Cool, and Jen. No. Yeah, you've got one more. You've oh my god, I read more. so many books this week. You did. Redline number three. <laughs> this book continues to be one of my favorite things ever. This one was a little bit less funny, other than all the stuff against Peck, which is yeah. fucking hilarious. But 
it was just really fucking good. It got more into the military and corporation and whatever side of it. But it was still, it was still amazing. And I cannot wait to read more. This was definitely a middle book, though. Yeah. It was definitely a third issue. Yeah. Okay. You did leave that off. Did I leave it off my list? You did. Okay, fair enough. That's your own damn fault. So I made a mistake this time. I left one off my list that I read. Um, I read God Shaper number two. Yeah, I read God Shaper number two. Jen, did you? You didn't pick this up. You know, I missed it. Uh, I had a bad week. I had a bad Wednesday, rather. Fair enough. So I was amazed you were vertical long enough to get into the comic shop. Hey, I I picked up enough books. You did. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that definitely happens. Um, yeah, so if you enjoyed kind of the premise and and what was building in the first one, this is fantastic. Like it 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 launches forward into the story and where this is going, and I loved it. Awesome. Cool. Yeah, I'll get it. All right. Long box book report. Woo. Um. So I had it, and I had. What is what is the adjective? Wolf. Uh, the astounding Wolfman. I think. I don't know. Astounding. Yes. Yep. Okay. The astounding Wolfman. Number which seventeen. Is, yeah. Yeah. You guys. Number I, seventeen. You guys. I, I. I fucked myself on this one. <laughs> <laughs> Let me tell you why I gotta get a number seventeen. Really? This was yeah, one of those we randomly it, pulled yeah, out of. We box. we bought a fuck ton from Second and Charles because they were like twenty five cent a book. Yeah. Um. And. Sweet, sweet Alex. He was making sure that they were not just random. I was like, oh, that looks cool. Oh, that looks cool. Oh, that looks cool. Let's just, get them all. Just grabbing yep. shit. Yep. Um, so this starts out in the middle, like, well, no, <laughs> at the end of a fight. <laughs> where something wow. very important happens. <laughs> that is exactly where you want to start a book. Oh, definitely. <laughs> oh, definitely. Um, and then, like, all of these factions are coming together and breaking apart. And I have no clue what was going on. So the wolfman and his daughter are fighting. So it was astounding. It was astounding. The wolfman and his daughter. I don't know who these people are. So I don't know their names. Um, They're fighting. And she stabs him. Cool. Awesome. Blood everywhere. Great. And I'm like, oh, cool. He's a wolf and he's going to die and turn into a human. And he, and he does. But then he gets better. I was like, that's not, that's not how this... That's not how this works. I got better, though. And then when he got better, he turned back into a wolfman. <sighs> what the fuck? <laughs> wow. You know what? You probably should have read some before I, this. I prob- maybe you know <laughs> Yeah. I probably should. And you know what the problem is? Is that, like, it wasn't bad. Like, it was very <laughs> obvious Kirkman stuff. Yeah. There was some pretty basic dialogue and all that. But it wasn't bad. And I would probably read it. Right. Yeah, the humor in this is that you came yep. in when you did. And I yeah. was like, oh, fuck. <laughs> now I'm going to buy some fucking Wolfman fucking <laughs> bullshit. Jen backlogged herself. I did. I did do that. I did the thing. <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, Astonishing Wolfman number 17. Probably good. There yeah. you go. Don't know. We'll tell you later, maybe. <laughs> um, so, I'm going to go ahead and say that Alex's heads and Brian is well. tail. Flipping the coin's actually largely irrelevant from a programming point oh, of view. Oh, right. So it's got to be Alex. So Brian and <laughs> I are each going to pull one. I'm oh. going to pull one for next oh. week. Brian's going to pull one for the week after. That's there fair. you go. I like it. Yeah. I, can, I can live yeah. with that. Because these two chuckle fucks are both out of town next week. That's right. We're going to New York, <laughs> yeah, motherfuckers. Heck yeah. And 
we did actually talk about me going up there, but we could not make our schedules work to guarantee we'd all be in the same place yeah. at the same time to record Panelology Does New York. Yeah, which would have been pretty awesome. At it some point we'll do that. At some yes. point we will do that. Someday. Yes. Alright, so Jen entertain <laughs> while we get time. Oh, Okay, you guys could go one at a time or something. All that right, would fine, be we'll great. Alright, yeah, exactly. <laughs> no, you know what, I'm just You want to talk about who's a chuckle it. fuck? No, I'm going to leave you. Leave that's, you. that's fine. I'm I can, kidding, I'll, I'm not I'll do my one-woman show. I'll do my new one-woman show, um, Pain is Inevitable. Because <laughs> <laughs> that is my life, as it turns out. Um, oh, good, Alex got a book. I don't have to entertain you guys anymore. Nope, it's Alex an old one. Pain is inevitable. Could also be the tagline for the Longbox Book Report. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. I'm going. Um, Although this may be the most gin cover for a book ever. Ooh, boobs and butts and abs. Would you like to describe this cover to our listeners? Oh no. Okay, actually. (laughs) Oh shit! This is good too. Um, (laughs) This is a an anthropomorphic owl dude with abs with lots of muscles. And some hot chick being carried away. Let me see. Let me see. Ooh, <laughs> yeah. Yes. The occult files of Dr. Spectre. A demon of destruction strikes. Night of the Owl. Yeah. Just be careful where you get feathers stuck. All right. I, oh. I, I have <laughs> not looked at mine yet. Okay. I'm looking it's another at the, I'm old looking cover. at the back and it's a late 70s, early 80s. Based on the Spalding Street Ball advertisement. <laughs> Street. Oh, hell yes. <laughs> For the record, Toby Ziegler would love Shade that the Changing Man. <laughs> nice. <laughs> yes, Relevant. <laughs> uh, number one, by the way. Yeah, yeah Mike is much nicer than <laughs> me. Hell yes. <laughs> oh, I can, yeah. No, I'm looking forward to my Sweet. Thanks. Cool. Yeah. So, uh, that concludes another rousing Maybe arousing. Mm, oh, sneezes! Mm, That's right. <laughs> Installment of panelology. Got you. That's why I always have that grin on my face after I sneeze. Is all I'm saying. Ooh, uh, you I did talk you, about yeah. what sneezes are for you. I know. So. I know. That's what I'm saying. That's what you're yeah. talking about. <laughs> um, and hey, if you're listening to our show and you like our show. Why not maybe go to iTunes and rate and review us? Yeah, like, but please do that because we don't pay to advertise anywhere. The nope. only reason that we're no. out there is because of you guys telling people about it or sharing it. I mean, unless you count the, like, 30 bucks we spent on postcards to stick in a local comic shop on Free Comic Book Day. Okay, that's fair. We paid 30 bucks to advertise. <laughs> <laughs> and we don't make any money with no. any kind of advertising no. either. No, no. Um, you might say that in some level this podcast is a sunk cost and we should well, reconsider it. But we like making poor life choices. That's I don't know. why we're here. You tell us if we should stop. Don't Ooh, tell no, us. Don't no, tell us. No, no, no. We're not gonna. No. Brian's already committed to buying every variant of every comic that gets printed. <laughs> he has to do the show to justify it. Do. Yeah, do you realize what you're taking from me if we have to stop doing the show? Not me. Your you're excuse? still gonna buy them? Uh, His you're dignity. Probably not wrong. Okay. The dignity. <laughs> you're probably not wrong. That's been gone for a very long time. Yeah, that, I gave that up years upon years ago. Well, come on. In honor of Brian's dignity, rate and review on iTunes. Share us with friends. If you don't like us, share us with your enemies. Yeah. We're a great revenge listener. That's right. That's right. <laughs> Inflict us upon your enemies. Yeah. <laughs> 
Um, our theme music is the Spontaneous Soccer Union by the Fish Who Saved the Planet. We'd like to thank Chase Parker for our intro voiceover. We're available on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Google Play, and TuneIn, or on our website at panelologypodcast.com, where you can go to listen, to send us questions, to find out how to stalk us on Twitter, or to read Clearing the Backlog. This week on Clearing the Backlog, um, the second volume of Mockingbird, which, guys, is a mm. very good book. Read Mockingbird. If you are reading The Wasp and missed Mockingbird, go back and pick it up. You will like it. Okay. Not only are there corgis, there are pirates. Ghost pirates. And And a ghost horse. Oh, and a ghost horse. The second volume actually takes place on the Jonathan Colton cruise. Which is an interesting choice, but okay. Like Paul and Storm are characters. Nice. The double clicks are characters. (laughs) Oh my god. Well, that's fantastic. John Roderick. Or not, not not John Roderick. Jonathan Colton is a character in this issue. Wow. That's pretty There fantastic. are D&D jokes. It's a very good book. It is also, as much as I love this volume, I love this volume despite it being one big Civil War II tie-in. It is still wonderful. Hmm. <laughs> That's Civil a, War II tie-in wow, that, that on the Jonathan just, Colton cruise. That is... Uh, Which should say enough. Yeah. Mockingbird is there to try to find evidence to clear Clint's name in the murder of okay. the Hulk. Okay. I mean, okay. Yeah. Okay. So it's a, so the Civil War II is just a premise for. Yeah, it's a thinly veiled premise for a very good okay. Book. Fair enough. Um, <laughs> which, by the way, were the best Civil War II tie-ins where that happened. And yeah. That was, yeah. Like this and Hellcat and a couple of others. Yeah. yeah. Uh, the other thing that I want to mention from this week is Six Gun Gorilla. Which mm. is yeah, we've been told about this one a, a pretty often by a, a lot of people. Yes, Simon's. Oh, I've had this sitting on my shelf for ages. Like I bought and read the first issue when it came out. I just haven't gotten to it because I expected it to be fun, goofy spectacle. Mm-hmm. And it is a commentary on entertainment that is just spectacle. Nice. It is mm-hmm. about this man who is basically he signs up to be eyes on the field of battle in this war between colonists of a pocket dimension and America. And as he is about to die, he is saved by a sharpshooting gorilla. And it becomes this commentary on stories and the power that stories have and what happens when society turns away from stories and ignores stories or people ignore their own Mm. stories. Hmm. Uh, And it pulls characters like Six-Gun Gorilla, who are these old pulp characters that were published anonymously. Their authors are forgotten. Like, the the Six-Gun Gorilla character was in serial installations in a British magazine called Wizard in 1939. And you can find those online and read them. But that's where, because this guy just reads stories. That's his thing. He's a librarian. So it's a really good book. Huh. Okay. Yeah. And you can find that on our website or by just going to notcomicsology.com to go straight to clearing the backlog. So have either of you visited notcomicsology.com? I have. In the past week? In the past week? Yeah. No. Or so. Not in the last week. Week or so. Why do you ask? I was just wondering. Well, let us all now quickly go there. Oh, no. <laughs> well, don't go to notcomicsology.com. Oh, my. Sorry, clearing the backlog. Okay. <laughs> go to panelologypodcast.com and just click on clearing the backlog there on the main page. There you go. All right. It will it will be handled. Don't worry. I'm Alex. I'm Jenna. And I'm Brian. We're all confused. going to and go I'm, yell at Mike I'm never going to give you up is all I'm going to say. <laughs> oh, you're kidding. <laughs>
Really? <laughs> yes. I thought it was hilarious and adorable, so I couldn't be mad. <laughs> wow. Hey, next time I'm parking in the fucking driveway. <laughs> <laughs>